We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 78 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old. I am joined today, as always, by Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Welcome back from your you. uh, treacherous voyage across <laughs> the planet. Um, I was nervous for you. I was scared for you. I lit a candle um, in your memory. And then I understand that uh, my understanding, at least from the Facebook, is that it went pretty well. It did. It did. I am happy to report absolutely drama free, which is fantastic because drama I was. Yeah. Drama I was, free family weddings. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. I was really predicting that something might go wrong. Uh, completely drama free on the, you know, family getting along front. Anna totally rocked it as Flower Girl. She did everything she was supposed to do. She was good about letting people do her hair, which I thought was going to be an issue because she, she has never had anybody touch her hair except for myself and Isaac so when we got her into the salon to try to I'm like oh god this is 50 50 I don't know whether she's gonna let anybody do this or not but she let them do it was awesome and she did exactly what she was supposed to do walked down the aisle threw her flowers and then threw in a little bit of Anna personality right at the end she turned around and flew through her flowers at people and then That's proceeded acceptable. to take yeah, take her basket and shake it so that all the flowers fell out. So I like it. Yeah, yeah. So it went well. Uh, it was in Jamaica, as Stephen liked to say last week about how miserable I was going to be in Jamaica, which yeah, I wasn't I was miserable. So worried. I was but worried. But the but the truth is, is I didn't get to do a lot of you know relaxing Jamaica stuff because there was so much wedding stuff going on. So we had like one full day like at the pool. Uh, where Anna, Anna, I don't swim that much, but Anna was swimming. I sat at the side of the pool and read a book, but I actually didn't go on the beach except for the beach uh, dinner that they had one night. So I didn't get to walk around and collect shells or any of that stuff, which was kind of, kind of lame. There was just so much wedding stuff going on that yeah. there just really wasn't time for lots of other stuff. So I went to a wedding in Vegas once. Which I yes. mean, like, really, like, so, and I, we got to do nothing. The, yeah. and I wasn't even in the wedding. We didn't, this was before any of us had kids, like our whole group of friends <laughs> went out there and yeah. it was, there was like not enough. I mean, we had like one day to like walk around and the rest of the time yeah. it was like, Hey, we got to do the rehearsal dinner and then we got to do this and we got to do that. Like there was just, because you know, it was, it was yeah. intense. So I totally am with you. It's like, there's something to yeah. be said about going to one of these places but like when you're going there for a wedding, the wedding dominates a lot of the free yes. time, even incidentally. Yeah. Yeah. And since it was Jamaica, everybody obviously was coming from somewhere else and everybody was arriving on different times and different days. Yep. So um, Mitch, who is Isaac's brother and Janine, the bride, uh, they were just like there was constantly sort of meet and greet type stuff going on yep. because people were arriving at different times. And so they didn't want to leave anybody out. So everybody was invited to the whole meet and greet stuff. And, you know, we went to all of them and all that. Yeah, it was just. Um, but one thing that was great um, is that Anna has realized how to ask for quiet time or alone time because we were at 
one of the meet and greet things was just the second or third one that we were at. It was it was in a bar, well, a very open air bar, um, okay. but Anna was allowed Anna was allowed to be there. Um, it was noisy. She had just been through the actual wedding rehearsal, um, yep. and that at that point, my Isaac told me that she was scared to walk down by herself, and I'm like, oh crap, we are totally this is not going to work at all. But she was very upset at this thing. She said she was tired. Um, we were trying to just get her to calm down and stay there, but yep. I'm like, no, Isaac, Isaac, just forget it. I'll just take her up to the room. She can take a nap, and then I'll come back down in an hour. So we got up to the room. She went into her bedroom. We had a suite, so she had a separate room with bunk beds, which was just okay. the most awesome thing for her. Um, but she sat in her bed for like 20 minutes, and she came back out, and she's like, I'm ready to go back to the party. And so we went back down and she was fine. And then uh, in the the cocktail party, the cocktail hour after the wedding ceremony, but before the reception, she was sitting by herself and Isaac's sister went up to her to talk to her. And she told her, I just want to be alone now. So I'm like, she's getting mature, (laughs) being able to ask for the, you know, the need to just chill (laughs) a little bit. So that sounds great. Yeah, that's great. That's like a, that's like milestone level stuff. I know, I know exactly. Um, yeah, so wedding went well. We got in at a crazy hour midnight on how would you say that midnight Wednesday? I guess it was like twelve thirty a.m. Wednesday. Um, and I was planning to sleep on the plane. It's like a we we flew into um, Miami and then one went from Miami over to Seattle. And like the flight from Miami, Miami to Seattle is like six and a half hours. So thought maybe I could sleep on the plane. It's a late night, blah, blah, blah. There were these guys in the row in front of me that talked the entire freaking time. I just wanted to slap them and tell them to shut up. And it's not really just that they were talking is that two of them were on one side of the plane. The other one was across the aisle. So they were talking across the aisle at each other which will give you an idea of the volume of their voices. It was just not cool. That's not, not cool. cool at all. <laughs> yeah. So did you get any, uh, did you get any Civ six in since you couldn't sleep? No, I didn't. I didn't bring my laptop with me. I, uh, yeah, I just had the, we just had the iPad and the iPhone. Speaking of which though, we caught a Pikachu in Miami in the airport. That was pretty you exciting. Did. We so did. A, so it's a Floridian Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a flirt in Pikachu. Yeah, but Anna flipped out. Like, I was letting her play it just to keep her occupied before we were getting on the plane. And she, like, grabs the phone and, like, shoves it in my face. Look! It's Pikachu! I was like, okay, great. Now catch him. Don't let him go. Um, yeah, don't let we that Pikachu him. get out of here. Do they really yeah. not have Pikachus in Seattle? You haven't seen I, any? I, I haven't seen any, no. A oh, couple wow. of my friends have gotten them out of eggs. Um, but not actually caught them in the wild. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was very exciting. Um, uh, but yeah, so Game Awards. Game Awards happened right as I was leaving for this trip. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, I was, we were in the airport once we got settled waiting for our flight that night, which is at like 10.30 or 11. I pulled up my phone and was looking at Twitter because I knew everybody was going to be tweeting about it. And, um. So, turns out, Steven's prediction was wrong. Steven, you predicted last week that Overwatch was not going to win anything. I know, when right? When, in fact, Overwatch, Overwatch cleaned, cleaned up. up. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, know. I was I was very happy to be wrong. Um, so, 
Let me tell you, so this is, so not only did I make some predictions here, but I also made yeah. some predictions on the EFG show. Um, and uh-huh. I was actually doing my predictions as the show was starting. So like uh-huh. the half hour before the show. To the, yeah. to the point where, and you can, if you watch the EFG show episode, you'll see occasionally I have, I look up and they're giving awards out before the show started. And I had to like <laughs> cover my eyes. And meanwhile, my <laughs> wife is working on a crochet project. She's a crafter. Right. Uh-huh. So she's working on a crochet project, watching the Game Awards. She is at least vaguely interested in the Game Awards because they announce cool stuff. Also uh-huh. Legend of Zelda. Um, and so she knew my predictions because she watched the EFG show get produced live. And every time I got one wrong, she would just look at me and be like, honey, you suck. <laughs> um, and it's true. Nice. I am um, I am in the process of if I if I wasn't deathly ill this week, um, I would have uh-huh. been publishing stuff. And I. I have an article that's going to go up on EFG that's five things you need to know that happened at the Game Awards. And number five is that Steve is really bad at predictions because I got <laughs> five out of 18. There were 23 or 20. There were 24 categories, five of which I didn't do because there uh-huh. were um, six of them. Rather, I didn't do because they were uh, not jury voted. They were, you know, like fan voted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and um, but. The but of the eighteen like categories done by like the jury, I only got five right, mm. and it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. But there were a lot of them where I was like, "Man, I'd really love it if this game would win," but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think this other game's gonna win. And if I had gone with all of the ones that I said I would really love this, mm. I would have been well over fifty percent. So I gotta go with my gut. Yeah, but yeah. Overwatch so killed it. Yeah, I know <laughs> they killed it. If you hadn't, if you haven't watched or haven't heard, Overwatch took Game of the Year, which is the big one. Blizzard uh, won for the best studio game direction. Overwatch also won best multiplayer game. Of course. And am I am I skipping one? Am I skipping no, I think one? it only won three. Won three, but still more than anybody those else. Are, those are yeah. three big ones. I mean, the and. Yeah. And it's probably not the only game of the war, game of the year award that it's going to be getting. Hint, hint, yeah. hint, 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 hint. <laughs> um, yeah. So, hint, hint. It might be coming twice on Steven's site, and then maybe another time on Pixel. Canada. I would be talking a lot about Overwatch as my, why I think it's my game of the year, um, and that's okay. That's okay. People can, if anybody thought that it wasn't going to be the game I'm going to talk about, it's almost like being like, no, Simone. You're not allowed to talk about Assassin's Creed. It's like, Creed, well, right. Overwatch yeah. is literally my Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Only yeah. it's better. No, I hear you. Shot fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, best narrative, Uncharted 4. I don't think that was a big surprise either. Nope. Uh, I got that one right. In- <laughs> Inside, which is a game I still haven't played yet, but I really have to. Uh, one of the guys that um, Isaac works with over at Creative Assembly like keeps bugging him uh, to play Inside, and he did it on Facebook, and he's like, I'm resorting to other methods. I tell you in the person, you don't do it, so now I'm going to bother you on Facebook. I was like, wow. So I'll defi- I definitely need to play that game, but it took Best Art Direction and Best Indie Game. Uh Best music or sound was Doom, I guess. Yeah. Um, that caught me by surprise, but it doesn't surprise me. No, 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 because the category was inclusive of the soundtrack. Oh, um, okay. And um, the soundtrack for Doom, this is one of those games that I, I red boxed and beat over the course of a weekend. 
Right. Um, the soundtrack for Doom is the doomest soundtrack ever, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, it's all just, like, crazy, like, driving metal, and it just made you want to run around shooting demons. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's not EFG-appropriate. That's why I wrote no reviews for it. However, yeah. man, you just wanted to shoot some demons. I just wanted to shoot some demons. I was like, ah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, best VO performance. Nolan North as Nathan Drake. I got I that one. I've, yeah, I know. I figured that one too. Even though there were two other uh, actors, uh, one actor and one actress uh, nominated for their work in Uncharted as well. But I figured Nolan North was going to pull it. Uh, games for Impact, That Dragon Cancer, which is a game that well, lots of us have been talking about for a very long time. That I, I tried. Um, it. I tried. I got five. How long did you get in before you had to surrender? I, 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 I have played and it. Then I was like, nope, nope. Yeah, it's great. no. I can't. Yeah, exactly. That's where I, I am young, too. I have young sons. There's no way. Mm. No way. Yeah. And the dude yeah. cried while he was up there. He brought up and he had his phone with a picture of his son while he was getting rid of it. Oh, gosh. Like, there was not a dry eye in the place. I feel bad for the YouTubers that announced that category because they walked into it. And they did. They, I mean, they did a good job. Yeah. But he came up and it was like, like, my father is a preacher. So, like, I uh -huh. know when things are about to get emotional. Like, I have this uh -huh. sense about me. It's like this, you know. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, when that dragon cancer one, I was like, oh, shit. And I looked at my <laughs> wife, and she was like, is this going to be, this is going to happen? And I was like, yeah, this is happening. And we just sat there. And she was <laughs> crying. I was crying. We, she never even played the game. Yeah. I just, she heard me explain what the game was on the predictions show. And then when uh, she heard yeah. that it won, she was like, oh, my God. To be fair, I predicted Orwell. Oh, okay. Um, which uh, which I, I just finished, which we will talk about later. Yeah, I thought it was gonna. I thought that Orwell would win because the jury. I thought the jury would find it rather appropriate considering current scenarios. Mm. However, right. I can't argue with that Dragon Cancer. I mean, it's technically sound, absolutely artistically gorgeous. Um, it delivered its message. I just couldn't play it because I, I would just cry. I cry. I'm crying now thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't I haven't touched it either and I don't and I don't know if I could. Uh, um but let's move on so yeah. Steven can collect yeah, can himself. We, let me collect myself. <laughs> um so uh best mobile game we both called this one Pokemon yeah, I got Go. It. There Ooh. was yeah. There was no way anybody else was gonna get that. There was no way. Uh best VR game was Res Infinite. I'm not terribly surprised about that because even I, I know where Res is, so Yeah. Yeah. I picked Job Simulator, but I'm willing to accept. I'm fine with being wrong on this one. Res is a really good yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, best action game, Doom. Best action adventure game, Dishonored 2. I would disagree with that. I would say Uncharted was the better action adventure game, but. That's I can't just argue me. with that. Yeah. Um. This is still funny to me that best role-playing game, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Blood and Wine. The so best role-playing game was DLC. Yeah, that's It's just amazing to me. That's that... stupid as all get out. Um, <laughs> it's Dark Souls 3. This is That was just a mistake. Um, yeah. I, I will argue that to my dying day. It. I'm not even a Dark Souls fanboy, but like the reality yeah. is Blood and Wine should not have even been nominated. It's mm. not a full, it's an expansion. I mean, yeah. but then again, I can't really say too much 
World of Warcraft Legion was also nominated. So I guess by yeah. that category, the more I think about it, that's kind of fair. But I don't think Legion should have been in there anyway. I don't think yeah. it should have been there either. I, I It's Dark Souls 3, and it's not close. But mm. they're the professionals. Yeah. And yeah, I got that yeah. one wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- Best My fighting favorite. games, Street Fighter Five. Street fighting uh, games came out this year. <laughs> I know exactly, but you you said you predicted Pockin, right? I predicted Steven? Pockin tournament. Yeah, I got it wrong. Um, and yeah. that really um, it's a because Street Fighter Five is like kind of panned, right? I mean, there are a lot of people that it's yeah just, that that I mean, it got middling to average review scores, and yeah. it has not sold very well. <laughs> I think this was, I think this was a lot of people sleeping on Pokin tournament because they didn't play it. Pokemon Tournament mm-hmm. is an amazing fighting game, and I think it was. Yeah. I, I think it had more of an impact this year than Street Fighter Five did. I think uh-huh. Street Fighter is going to come into his own in 2017, mm. and we'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah. Uh, best family game, Pokemon Go. Um, we talked about this. I was, you know, Pokemon Go is obviously a great game for families. I'm not going to argue with that, but I was hoping that some of the other great games that were nominated would actually, you know, take this one. So, because we knew Pokemon Go was going to take mobile. There was absolutely no question about that. Um, But there were lots of good games in the family game category, like um, Lego Star Wars and Skylanders and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Which would have been awesome. So I I picked Skylanders Imaginators and I stand by that pick. I think Skylanders Imaginators, it's the best Skylanders game ever made. And Skylanders mm-hmm. created a genre and then outlasted just about everybody else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, but Pokemon Go, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it doesn't take away from it. All five of those games, if you are if you have the systems to play them, buy them all because they're all really yeah. good. If you got a PS4, yeah. buy them all. Just all of yeah. them. Because um, they're great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best strategy game, Civ Six. Oh, who, who I got knew? that one right. I got <laughs> yeah. that one right. Yeah. Oh, is Civ Six? Who even wants to put out a game? Like, they must have been like, all right. Like, you want to be a guy working on, like, XCOM and being like, well, never mind. <laughs> you know, we ain't winning this award. And it's not even saying anything bad. Those are all objectively good games. It's just yeah. Civ Six yeah. is an event. Yeah. But then again, Civ Six is an event like Street Fighter Five was an event. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, when I was I was I was checking out um who won what uh and we were sitting in the uh the very special Alaska Airlines lounge because Isaac had passes to it, which was very nice. Could really just sort of lounge and get free drinks and everything before the did plane. Did they give you did they give you cucumber sandwiches and like fan you with like a like a cabana <laughs> no. boy? No, none of that. No. No, just free drinks um and some little snacks like peanuts and whatnot. Um, but very comfy chairs and places to plug in your devices and charge them. Oh, that's reasonable. Um, okay. Yeah, poor Anna, man. She was bored out of her mind there until I gave her Pokemon Go to play. Um, but anyhow, so I was reading off some of these things to Isaac as I saw them coming in. And when I said, Game of the Year, he's like, Civ Six. Like, he just assumed that Civ Six was one of the ones that was up there. And I'm like, no, that wasn't nominated for Game of the Year. And he rolls it. He actually rolls his eyes at Overwatch, but he has never played it. Um, but anyhow, <laughs> he's been in crunch all year. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna like. He's been in crunch for most of the year on development of a game. So I'm gonna yeah. give him a pass. <laughs> um, but because he's been working and he's a responsible yeah. adult that is in the right. middle of producing art. 
art yes. that I am getting more and more excited about as the as the time comes by. I know, full disclosure, you're not allowed to publicly be excited about it because right. it's your husband's <laughs> game. Um, but I don't. Yeah, but, I've never. But you I, can you can be excited about. I it. I can That's be excited fine. all I want because number one, my job is hype, um, and yeah. number two. Um, is I don't I don't even know what your husband looks like, so I can say whatever <laughs> I want. I probably I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, so guys, I don't have to disclose anything. I know nothing uh, about him or how it works. Um, and I'm uh, super you excited. know nothing. So, Sorry, I, I had to nothing. do it, John Snow. I know nothing, John Snow. Are you so, John Snow? <laughs> I'm pretty. I you. I am not John Snow. I'm not. That, um, I am not that uh, good looking. I'm just not. Um, and I'm fine with that. It's okay. So, so I'm going to give him a pass on not understanding the greatness that is Overwatch because he's missed it. He's had to work. He's a responsible yeah. adult. He's making art. Um, when he's done and this game is out and they finish their DLC or whatever, they're, when they're done and they give him a little bit of time off, he's going to play Overwatch because I, I expect him to. As an artist, he should learn what's great and then he'll understand how great it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll see. I think he does get the week between um, Christmas and New Year's off, I think. I don't want to say for sure, but I think he does. Although, like, you know, he's got, like, a backlog of games that that he wants to play. So we'll see. Overwatch. (laughs) You know what? He doesn't have to. It's fine. He'll probably be better than me anyway. So, like, one more person that's better than me not playing, I'm probably okay with. <laughs> Makes it less likely that he'll roll in and just stomp me. <laughs> right. It's um, best racing game: Forza Horizon Three. Woo! Well, that was sports and racing game. I got that so, one. Right. Um, yeah. What did you pick? NBA, NBA? 2K17 because it is. Yeah. Well, it should NBA 2K17 should have been nominated for the role playing game category. I would have picked that <laughs> right. over yeah. Blood and Wine. <laughs> Uh, yes, and then there was some fan-voted stuff where Overwatch also made its way into there for the best esports game. And most anticipated game, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Not uh, really a uh, surprise. However, yeah. however, was was the bad footage that you talked about, was that the Nintendo Treehouse uh, demo? Yeah. yeah. Was that they showed? Hot oh, garbage. Yeah. Hot yeah. garbage. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, so, yeah. It, it, it's. It, I mean, it. I don't think it's gonna make anybody not buy it, right? Like, yeah. People who like this is one of those things that, like, if you have a Wii U or are buying a Nintendo Switch, like, shut up. You're buying Zelda. Like, just shut up. <laughs> right. Just yeah. seriously, if you're like, meh, I'm not buying a Legend of Zelda. It's like, shut up. You're buying Zelda. Eventually, you're <laughs> buying Zelda, right? So, um, because it's freaking Legend of Zelda. Okay, just stop being. Just stop being that guy. So you're buying Zelda. <laughs> So, and so I don't think that it really mattered that it was bad, but what it did yeah. was, like, my wife is a huge Legend of Zelda fan. Legend of uh-huh. Zelda Ocarina of Time is her favorite game of all time. Yeah. Full stop. Right? Uh-huh. People like, and so when they did the the treehouse footage and they showed two different players, um, kind of showing different ways that you could approach different combats, encounters, uh-huh. and all the different weapons and all the different... She was kind of overwhelmed. Like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to play this game because she kind of only plays Zelda. So uh-huh. people that are used to overworld ro- open-world role-playing games are used to that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, so yeah. there's more than one way to approach each problem. So am I a sniper? Am I going to just run in and out-fight everybody? Um, mm-hmm. And be- if whenever there are options, that means there's always a good or a bad option. And mm-hmm. so my wife is the kind of person that always wants to pick the best one. 
which means yeah. she's not going to be able to just do it the same way every time. And yeah. um, that that's kind of that kind of freaked her out a little bit. And um, I and I'm not even saying that to like make fun of her or anything like that. I can totally see that for a lot of casual gamers who yeah. like this isn't freaking Dark Souls, you know? Like she's never going to play that. Like that's not her yeah. thing. Um, and I'm not saying that the new Zelda is going to be like Dark Souls. That's insane. Right. But um, it was a little intimidating, and I don't think they did themselves any favors because at the mm. very least. It made people go, huh, that's interesting, when what they really should have been doing was just setting the hype train off on fire, you know? Yeah. Like, they could have just picked, like, a really cool scenario and just rolled out and showed, like, crazy fu- combo video stuff. Instead, uh-huh. they just kind of overwhelmed a few people, and I, I think that it was garbage. <laughs> it yeah. It was garbage. Yeah, the I trailer, remember um, the thing that, um, yeah, the trailer is definitely cool. I watched the trailer. I didn't watch the, the entire Nintendo Treehouse demo, but I remember... When I was going through Twitter as this stuff was going on, and Arthur Gies, who works at Polygon, who I used to work at Nintendo, had he said a tweet. He's like, "The Legend of Zelda frame rate is not great." <laughs> I was like, "Oh boy, that's someone saying something that's not perfect about Zelda." Although I, I and I trust Arthur. He is like the one game reviewer that I absolutely trust. So um, oh, good to know. Good to know. So yeah, yeah. Good to know. Um. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, so that's Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. Um, <laughs> Shots we'll, fired, we'll everybody listening, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll come back to the Game Awards, um, but there's some uh, Zelda-ish news that happened. So um, on the Tonight Show last night, we're recording this on 30s, Thursday. So this has been a Wednesday night. Uh, tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Reggie fils was on there um and he was you know talking about super mario run and talking about the switch um and like i guess this was a surprise him sort of bringing the switch and just sort of firing up zelda (laughs) to show it off um but yeah so that happened i didn't watch the actual segment but i did watch this live action trailer for super mario run which is kind of ridiculous but I, it doesn't i don't know why they even spent the money making that trailer this game does not need commercials <laughs> right. um it doesn't need commercials the yeah. super mario run is going to sell like 3 million copies day yeah. one no question um so i don't even know why yeah. they wasted 100 grand making that movie like why just why <laughs> why because they can but, um but why? yeah so speaking yeah so speaking of which super mario run comes out next week on December 15th, so I'm, you know, when is that? Next Thursday. We won't be talking about it on next week's podcast, but I'm sure we definitely will the following week. So, all right, so I'm going to jump back to the Game Awards. So, uh, Zelda was something that was shown. There were a few other things that were shown that were pretty interesting, like a big, long gameplay trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda. How did that make you feel? Did you hype? I did get hype. I mean, it's... There's nothing really new there. Like, it's Mass Effect gameplay, but Mass Effect gameplay is awesome. So I wouldn't want it to be, you know, super different. The one thing that is cool that is different is the whole um, the scanning thing that you have where you can yeah. scan things in the environment. That's pretty cool. I am iffy on the return of driving a vehicle only because I was so, so bad at driving the vehicle in Mass Effect 1. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it another try. Um, but that's the only thing in there that I was kind of like, oh, man, really? I got to drive around again. But it's like, anyhow. It's like they uh, – it, it feels like they took Mass Effect and then they took No Man's Sky and they just <laughs> squished it on in there and, like, jumped up and down on the top of the barrel. 
and let it ferment for a while. Uh, yeah, I guess that's like that's a good way to think of it. Um, but yeah, or so not. that looks <laughs> that looks super cool. Um, and I'll, and you can find all of these videos online. Um, so that was cool. Mass Effect. Uh, apparently, there's a new Shovel Knight. Steven. Yes, there is. <laughs> Shovel Knight, Specter of Torment. Yeah, baby. We're getting Specter Knight. Do you know anything about? Do, do you know? Do you know Shovel Knight? I don't know. I just know that it's a game that a lot of people like. That's yeah, my because it's really good. Oh, so you hate Shovel Knight too? Great. Yeah. Oh God. So no. <laughs> so um, Shovel Knight. So when they announced the game and it was kickstarted, one of the things they said is that they were going to release content where you were going to be able to play through the game as the different knights, which are the bosses in the game. Mm-hmm. They have done one so far, which was Plague Knight. Um, they released that middle of the year this year. Um, and they just announced Specter Knight. Um, instead of playing through the same game, it's actually a prequel to Shovel Knight, which I think is pretty interesting. We're going to learn a little bit mm. more about Shield Knight, uh, who is Shovel Knight's friend. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it, I mean, it's more Shovel Knight. So if you like Shovel Knight, more Shovel Knight, which is going to be free because it's part of your Shovel Knight purchase, um, mm. is real good. This is just great. Cool. Yacht Club is one I didn't know this was coming. This was a complete surprise. Like I knew about Zelda, I knew about Mass Effect. Those were hype, yeah. right? I mean, they were cool. Yeah. Whenever they threw up that Yacht Club logo, I stood up in my chair and was like <laughs> Chewbacca, like <laughs> like I'm not even lying. <laughs> That's right. You know what even, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? That's how <laughs> yeah. hype I got. I turned into a wookiee. That's how hype I I don't was. know. I, you you kind of – what you just did there, uh, we can see each other over Skype, FYI, for people who are listening. That thing that you did reminded me more of the um, the sand people after they knocked out Luke and they're like, Wah! that's what that reminded me of more than Chewbacca. Anyhow. <laughs> um, give, give me a break. I can't I'm, – I'm not feeling terribly hot. I can't do like the Wookiee thing. But sure, I'll be a sand person. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I was really hype. They were hype in that moment when they when they knocked him out. So yeah, I was really, really, really excited. More so than I probably should have been. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So what else came out of there? Uh, Telltale announced that they're going to be yeah, doing are. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is pretty cool. They're really, yep. you know, getting lots of the big licenses now. Um, yeah, they are. So that's going to come out the first. It's going to be episodic, just like all of their games. It's going to be yep. out 2017. Uh, what else here? Oh, so we said before that Kojima was getting this industry icon award, oh, which he did yeah. get. And he went up, he accepted his award, and he's like, but one more thing. And then, like, the audience went nuts. And so we saw our new trailer for Death Stranding. Which doesn't really say tell us much of anything. Um, yeah, oh, it, although I, it told us a lot. <laughs> it told us that Kojima <laughs> is a crazy person. <laughs> well, you know what? I never played a Metal Gear game, so wasn't the stories in Metal Gear weren't those stories kind of wacky? And yeah, now... but not this kind of wacky. At the end of the day, <laughs> you knew Metal Gear was a stealth espionage game, like an, an espionage action game, right? Uh-huh. Like paramilitary dude fighting vaguely supernatural, but mostly sci-fi stuff with giant robots and like nukes uh-huh. and stuff, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. This trailer had like <laughs> like like 
like tanks with like viscera on them and like World War II planes with like squid parts on them and like skeleton soldiers attached by tentacles to Mads Mikkelsen with oil blood coming out of his eyes and Guillermo <laughs> del Toro with like a baby in a jar. Like for real, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro with a baby in a jar. What, it, that was a thing. It happened. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. We, this, this is what we know about this game. It's going to be an action game. There's going to be a female protagonist that has yet to be shown. And uh, um, Daryl or whatever. What's his name? The dude from no Moondog idea. Saints. Norman Reedus is going to be the, okay. is the male protagonist. We know nothing. Um, I want them to go away. I want them to stop. Um, because <laughs> it's not like it wasn't entertaining, right? Like, I was like, fine, right. fine. It's fine. Yeah. But, like... Do you remember what happened when you showed us something about No Man's Sky literally every time it ha- you were, you had an opportunity to? Eventually, yeah. a bunch of crazy people thought that it was going to be the best game literally ever made. Yeah. It was going to, like, unseat Super Mario Brothers as, like, the definition of a video game classic. And it didn't. And, I yeah. mean, Kojima is a great dude. I mean, he's an artiste among artistes. But come on, bro. <laughs> Just go away for a year. A year, that's all I'm asking. Like, just come back at PSX every year and just show a stupid, crazy trailer. I think that makes total sense. But, like, E3. And he was at E3 and at TGS and at the PSX. That's every three months we're going to get nonsense about this game that we don't even... He just got the engine. Right. Which, by the way, it's using the Horizon engine from Gorilla, which I'm very excited Mm. about. They delivered it to him in a wooden box (laughs) because you can't get much more pretentious than that. Like, this is just, this is just insanity. It's like, (laughs) I mean, it sounds fine. We'll play it, but we're going to play it in 2020. Like you and I are going to be like nearing retirement when we play this game. (laughs) It's, it's funny though. Um, I didn't know watch that trailer until today is trying to get ready for the podcast and um i've been reading leviathan wakes um and it's like have you read that book steven no i don't even know what you're talking no okay so it's a sci-fi book by um james Corey, i think his name is um but it's it's like a series of books this is the first one in the series I had a bunch of friends telling me that it was really great and i should read it and it is really great and you should read it but there's stuff that goes on in that book that really reminded me of this sort of black oozy stuff like going everywhere um so i was just like that that's you know it resonated for me because i had been reading that book and i was like huh i wonder if that's where he got some ideas but anyhow Maybe. Uh, maybe. That would not <laughs> surprise me. I mean, who knows? He could have gotten us all, all of his ideas from, like, you know, he might have had, like, wisdom tooth surgery and had all of his ideas while he was, uh, like, on, like, local <laughs> anesthesia at his brain. Like, who knows? This right. is crazy. I'm, he is an artiste, so I'm sure that the yeah. game is mechanically going to be super sound. Um, yeah. We just have no idea other than it's an action game. Uh, we'll find out. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I just I just don't want to talk about it like every show, you know, (laughs) because like, what are we going to say next time? You know, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. so besides the Game Awards, did you have anything else to add on the Game Awards? The Game Awards? No, not at all. Okay. So last weekend, the PlayStation experience happened, which is another big thing. Um, So there are a few 
um, big announcements that came out of that. Stephen, why don't hype, why just hype, get, hype. get it out of your system? Just go hype. ahead and say it. Get it out of your system. <laughs> the Last of Us Part Two. Oh, that's not what you were expecting me to say. No, um, no. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite people. They're gonna make a new Marvel vs. Capcom game. I am so hype, I could die. <laughs> like, literally, I need blood pressure medicine. I am so hype. Um, it's Marvel. Like, yeah, it's Marvel, and it's back. It's been five years. It is glorious. Um, that we have six characters so far, and there's gonna be a whole bunch more. It appears to be a reboot of the series, which I think is important for a lot of people because it will be hopefully more accessible because instead of a three-on-three fight, it will be a two-on-two fight, Mm. which seems to be to be a little bit easier. So far, the characters are Ryu, X from Mega Man, and Morrigan from Darkstalkers. That's the Capcom team. And Marvel Uh is Iron Man, Captain America, and Captain Marvel. You will note that none of those characters are X-Men. Oh, yeah. Um, because it appears, and normally Wolverine is front and center on these games. Um, yeah. When they announced Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I'm sure you were working at IGN at the time, um, it was Ryu fighting Wolverine. Like, right. that was the thing. Right. None of that. Now it was X yeah. and Ryu fighting Iron Man and Captain Marvel. Um, and Ryu beat Iron Man's ass, by the way. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so... It, this is super hype. I'm really excited. I'm a little interested to see how they, what characters they put in. Now that they're removing some of like the staples of the of Marvel by removing some mm-hmm. of the X Men, um, yeah. But that's a good thing. Um, you know, Dark Phoenix got way out of control in the meta in the last game because she was super overpowered. Like you yeah. just saw Dark Phoenix teams all the time. Um, and I think it'd be cool. I mean. Some suggestions that I've seen thrown around are Vision, which would make me very happy. Um, Gro- <laughs> um, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, who would be super crazy cool. Um, he has sorts of, all sorts of neat powers. Um, you know, th- like some of those characters. Doctor Strange, who's already in there, but they could use him again. Um, yeah. I'm really, you know, they could use some very deep cuts. They don't mess around mm-hmm. with some of these characters. Like Tron Bon yeah. is a Capcom character that was in the last one. Do you know who Tronbon is? I have no idea. She's the villain from, like, the female villain from Mega Man Legends. Like, (laughs) legit, the Mega Man role-playing game on PS1. (laughs) Tronbon rolls out, and that's, like, that's the kind of deep cuts they put in. Um, So, I'm, I'm and I'm also excited to see, like, not the same characters in all the games, because half of the alpha tier in professional Marvel is X-Men and other Fox characters, Dr. Doom, um, yeah. you know, things like that. So very excited, very excited. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, so what Steven was making fun of earlier is that there actually is Last of Us Part 2. You know, that's really for... hype too, though. Like, that's really, <laughs> really hype. Yeah. Um, I, I still... I haven't played the first one. I never got around to playing it. It's always been on my list. I haven't played it yet. Hopefully what? when I've got, you know, this review what? season calms down a little bit, I can play it. Well, I know. Time. It's hard. You yeah, got time. It's hard to believe. Because this one's not yeah. coming out until like 2025. I think it's a foot race <laughs> to see whether last sta- uh, the uh, Death Stranding comes out before The Last of Us 2. Because Naughty Dog <laughs> is not known for rushing. Right. And um, 
And plus, they've got other stuff going on, too. They just announced a new um, story DLC for Uncharted, in which Nathan Drake is nowhere to be found. The main character is going to be Chloe, who is in Uncharted 2. I didn't play Uncharted 2, but I know that she showed up. And then there was, like, this weird affair-ish type thing that Nathan Drake had with Chloe instead of what's her name that's in the final games that he marries anyhow kind of a weird love triangle thing going on there um but i watched the the first part of it they have some actual gameplay that they show i mean it's actually just sort of the character walking around really there's not much else to it than that but it's cool that they're um diving deeper into some of those other characters which is is pretty awesome so i'm definitely looking forward to that as well let's see what else uh, N Stephen, you have in your list Knack too. What is Knack? Knack is a game made by uh, the original was made by Mark Cerny, who's the guy that was the architect behind the PS3. Um, oh, and so okay. it was essentially the first one. It was a glorified tech demo. It was meant to be a family appropriate game. Um, mm. It was not well loved by critics. There's some people that really hated it. There's some people that thought it was kind of okay. Uh, this mm -hmm. sequel looks like it fixes every problem that happened in the first one, and mm -hmm. I th I have a there is a strong history of games that were fair to middling in their initial, and then they get a sequel and they turn out to be really good. Um, mm. Assassin's Creed, for example, the first game was kind of meh, but then the second one yeah. was like whoa. Um, this could be a similar situation. Um, yeah, it's two player co op. Mm. Um, and what's interesting is it's a brawler platformer kind of game, but when you use moves, um, if you use moves next to a person, it changes the move. So for example, uh, you have a punch. If I punch behind you, I turn you into a machine gun turret and like okay. bullets while I'm punching from behind you. Um, <laughs> like if I, I do, you can do like a butt stomp, like in Mario 64. If I do that on top right. of you, you blow up for AOE damage. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, this is not meant to be like serious fun, but the one thing that that PlayStation has a very big weakness on, and they're fixing some of that by bringing some of these retro games, but they really don't have a lot of family-friendly games in their first-party portfolio. Um yeah. they're bringing some of that with some of these older games, but you know, they really don't have a lot of family-appropriate games, and I think Knack 2 has the potential to really kind of fix some of that. And if they start yeah. doing, you know, the Ratchet and Clank treatment to mm -hmm. all of the Ratchet and Clanks, um, yeah, then that kind of fixes that problem, and I am very yeah. happy about that. Admittedly, I'm a little biased because I run a family gaming site, but <laughs> Knack right. Two looks great. Yeah. Um. So also, bunch of kind of older games uh, coming to PS4. So uh, Parappa the Rapper. God, I love Parappa the Rapper. Loco Roco, love that as well. Patapon, love that as well. And oh, uh, Wipeout in 4K. It all yeah, in 4K what? on the PS4 Pro. How about that? Yeah, I know. So, so cool. Um, Wipeout HD collection as well. My husband really likes Wipeout. Um, so, so yeah, so like those Wipeout? to look forward to. Um, Wipeout's just like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, all right, so I think that's PlayStation Experience. Did I forget anything big there, Steven? Um, I mean, Spin Jammers. Spin Jammers is clearly the most important thing. Not okay. really. Not really. It's, I'm being sarcastic. It's a Neo Geo Frisbee game that somehow they decided to put out there. I I think they really were just kind of just because they can announcing stuff. 
You right. know, like, yeah. they were just like, yeah, we're going to do this because because whatevs. You know, they had Geo Corsi <laughs> out there being like, hey, what's up? How about this for Vita? You want a multiplayer Frisbee game? Sure. It's basically like <laughs> air hockey. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. <laughs> so that's PlayStation Experience. So, uh, speaking of Pokemon Go, which I said we just got Pikachu in Miami. Wee! Uh, they're getting another update on December yeah, 12th, are. which is next week. With uh, some new Pokemon are being added. Are there? Yep. I haven't looked at the list even. Are there really notable ones that are being added? Uh, there is not a list. Oh, there isn't. They're just. We saying... do not know yet. They are adding more Pokemon, and we will. And we should check the social channels on December twelfth. I think it's Generation Two, mm, which okay. would be over a hundred. I think it's time. Just do yeah. it, guys. Just give us Generation yeah. Two, um, or the Legendaries. Uh, but I think yeah. it's Generation Two time. Yeah. yeah. That would fundamentally so... change the game. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I guess, I mean, maybe. It, it almost doubles the number of Pokemon in the game. So you're going to yeah. see new stuff, like, everywhere. Um, yeah. Also, Sprint stores and Starbucks are now uh, gyms and Pokestops. Good to know. So we definitely have our fair share of Starbucks out here. In where Seattle? I Go figure. <laughs> Guys, whoa, there's Starbucks in Seattle? <laughs> What? <laughs> Mind blown. There I'm are some places. There are some places where there are Starbucks close enough together that I could hit like four Pokestops without even moving. <laughs> Anyhow, sure. um, that's a, that's how we are about Dunkin' Donuts in Connecticut. Oh, Dunkin okay. Donuts. Um, there, and I, I'm not even joking. In my town, if they made Dunkin' Donuts, that if they did that deal with Dunkin' as opposed to. Starbucks, which let's be real, it could have gone that way too, um, yeah, and it might still. Um, all of the Dunkin' Donuts in my town and the town neighboring us are owned by the same guy, oh, okay. and there are like seven within three miles down Route Six in <laughs> the in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, and they're all owned by the same and uh, same guy, and two of them are drive-through only, so you can't. They don't even have a front door. You just, they're just literally drive through. And I've never seen one like that, but they're a new thing because it's, they're smaller. So you can fit them into smaller places and they all share employees. That's how they can afford to open up. Like if you go work Uh. for Dunkin' Donuts in Bristol, you work for one of like 15 stores, which makes it great if you want to switch hours with people for vacations, apparently. Yeah. That's what they tell me. Um, And if you want to pick up hours, it's really easy because you just like email everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Fun story. There's a lot of Dunkin's. But there's like there's enough Starbucks that it's this is worthwhile to me. Yeah. Yeah, so so that should be cool. So next week, I know they're always very mysterious about what is actually happening until it's happened. Yep. So um kind of dumb. So yeah, I mean, we hadn't played in a while. And like we sat down at the gate uh in Miami and I pulled it up and it was like a gym like appeared like right on top of my character. And I was wow. like, oh, hey, there's a gym here. <laughs> so, um, well, and an like five like five Pokemon appeared immediately. Um, and yeah, then I uh, pr- proceeded to use um, all of my Pokeballs. We don't have any Pokeballs left, which makes Anna very disappointed. Because she's like, see something she want to catch. And she's like, eh, I don't know how to balls. 
Where can we get more bowls? I'm like, sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> you just have to wait till we go from to the Pokestop to get some From more. the store? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes, I could buy coins for her to get more Pokeballs, but i um not pulling the trigger on that. We'll just have to see. I don't know how much she would have to cry to get me to do that. Probably you don't a have lot. to. I don't think you want to teach her that you can get coin, get them via coins, because yeah. then she'll just want you to spend your money. Yeah. And yeah. then you'll lose a lot. That of money. is true. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So that's Pokemon Go. So Final Fantasy 15 is going to be updated a lot through yeah. next year, and some of those are going to be story updates. Yep. Which is kind of weird, right, Steven? Is it kind it's, of weird? I'm going to go so far as to say that it's really shitty. Pardon my language. Oh, I am very okay. not happy. Um, so here's what this means. This means that people who bought... Because these updates aren't coming until later, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not to the beginning of the game. The fi fundamentally, they're updating Chapter 13. So okay. that's late in the game. Uh, but that's what people have criticized as the weakest chapter. So people who bought um. the game on day one and played through it, in order to see the new updated content, will have to play through the game again. Uh. Whereas people who wait and buy the game for $12 in the bargain bin at GameStop um, are going to get a fundamentally better experience. Um, and while I understand mm. that gameplay updates and stuff like that, that's different. You know, you buy Overwatch later, you know, of course it's yeah. going to be different. Changing the story in a Final Fantasy game after the game comes out, I think is, um, it's not cool. Um, I think it yeah. is, like, stick by your guns. You made a product, you made a story, deal with it. Yeah. Um, is my, you know, add post-game content, add new outfits. That's fine. I, I don't really care about yeah. that. I think that. I think that's great. Um, I think changing the story is a coward is a coward's man out or coward's way out, and I, um, I just don't think that it's right. Um, and yeah. it's hard for me to it pains me to say that because this is Final Fantasy, and I am a huge Final Fantasy fan. But like, shut up, let your game stand by the way that it is. You made a game; it's technically fine. Don't, yeah. don't make more cutscenes and change the game. I mean, yeah. unless you were gonna unless you were gonna release like another movie. You yeah, know, and put it on YouTube or something. That's different. Then it's like, oh, I want to uh -huh. see some more background. Fine, I'll watch it on YouTube. But right. they're just going to add it to the game and then let me do a new game plus. Play another yeah. 40 hours to get to chapter 13 and play them again. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, the whole story change thing is something that has uh, has irritated me. Um, and er Eric Watson wrote the story for us, and he brought up the worst example of that or the most famous example is uh when a very uh vocal minority i would think complained to bioware about the endings for mass effect 3 they went in and changed them and i was like what the f yep. like seriously yep. you made this game stand behind the i mean a story 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 driven game People don't like your story, so what? It's not like if you're reading a book and you don't like the ending. Yep. You can go complain to the author. I'm sure there are people that do that. But the author is not going to rewrite the book because of people complaining. Nope. So it was just like – it was just such um, 
just such a cop out sort of responding to the community issue like immediately. And it has been, I'm that's, it's, it's a trend that's been happening as well. Um, You know, even uh, Isaac can say sort of things. It's like the community starts to get upset about something and you react like immediately doing something else before you take the time to think about the consequences of what you're actually doing. And uh, unfortunately, like that's that's sort of where the industry is right now. It's like the community is like the ruler, uh, yeah. which is kind of not good. So I don't like it. Anyhow. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. I'm 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 mad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not mad enough to stop playing. You know, I'm not. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, this is really dumb. And uh, yeah. but I've already but I already own the game. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah trade it in i'm not gonna not play other final fantasy games but i'm definitely gonna sit up here and be like tabata that is a coward's move this is not fan service this is covering your own butt because you want your game to be great and that's fine but Mm -hmm. your game was already pretty good and yeah this really just fractures the community i think is there could you imagine i mean so 10 years from now we're gonna be debating you know the the eternal all right let's rank all the final fantasy games and i'm gonna be like well when you played the story, did you play it pre-patch or post-patch? Because post-patch <laughs> it changes everything, and that puts right. you right in line. Like, we're going to have to deal with that argument? Come on. Yeah. 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 Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, all right. Well, I think that pretty much does it for news. Was there anything else that you wanted to add, Stephen? News-wise, that is it. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yes. Yes, it is a lot. Um, and you know, Game Awards, great place to see a bunch of new stuff announced and updates on your new stuff. And as Steven, uh, mentioned some new stuff that is near and dear to my heart, which plugs my, my disclosure button. My husband works for 343 Industries, which is a a, a studio of Microsoft that works on Halo. My husband specifically works on Halo Wars 2. There is a cinematic from Halo Wars 2 shown at the Game Awards. Check it out. That's all I'm going to say. You can hate it. You can refuse to listen to me if you want. But um, but I, it sounds like Steven, Steven liked what he saw. Yeah, I did, man. I thought it was cool. I mean, so the 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 video the, the video they showed showed, you know, some of the personality and the history for the villain, um, which Halo Wars 2 is a real-time strategy game. So, you know, typically like your villains aren't really all that important. Historically, mm-hmm. right? But um, here, making it so the villain is not like a faceless like entity. It's like actually a guy who is kind of scary. Um, I think that adds adds a lot. I, I'm okay with it. Uh, I think it's cool. going to be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the game. And also, cool. if you pre-order the digital defi- if you pre-order the digital special edition, you get to play the Halo Wars One Definitive Edition digitally, like December twentieth or something. Which, uh, if you really like Halo Wars, it's not a bad call. Right. Yes. But if you don't, we don't want to pressure you because full disclosure, right. we don't want to be those people. But exactly. But it's Halo Wars. You know what? I don't. Th- I think the thing with Halo Wars is it has a very clear audience. I don't think anybody's getting sold on that. Yeah. Know? Like, if you like Halo Wars, then you're gonna like Halo Wars too. If you don't, then you're not gonna like Halo Wars too. You know? Like, I don't think it's really yeah. going for a broad audience here. This is clearly targeted at the people that like the first one yes and or like rts's in general true um 
All right, yeah, so so I think that wraps up the news. So let's jump into what we're playing. Uh, I didn't have a chance to play a whole lot because I was away without my computer or my tablet in most cases. Um, I did play some Pokemon Go, as noted. We caught Pikachu in uh, Miami. Um, I played... Yay! I played some Hearthstone um, last night. I'm still working through the um, the quests that are part of the new expansion. Yep. Uh, which of those quest things are actually pretty funny. Like I've I've finished two of the gangs, and it's funny when you finish the first gang. They're like, "Hey, we got some more work for you," and then the quest pops up. It's like win a hundred thousand games for one coin or something like that. And I'm like, and you know, obviously it's ridiculous. And then the member of the next gang pops in and says, we've got a better offer for you. So, so yeah, so that's been fun so far. Um, I've gotten a few, they, they give you some packs for those quests, which is pretty cool. I've gotten like, yeah. let's see, what did I have? I bought like, what is it? Like 10, 10 or so packs when it first came out because that's how much gold I had. Um, and then I've gotten more packs. I just yesterday opened some cards that have the spell crafting ability attached to them. So I'm pretty excited to try those out. Sweet. Those work. Sweet. Yeah. And then um, yesterday I finished Orwell, which I had been playing before we went on our trip. Orwell is a PC game in which you are a special agent operative digging into people's lives, trying to solve a problem of these uh, bombings that have happened. Yeah. And you do this by listening in on people's chat conversations on their phone calls, digging through everything you can find online, including like Facebook profile. It's not actually Facebook profiles, but social media profiles, personal websites, company websites, school websites, all kinds of stuff. And then eventually you get the ability to actually go into people's computers and look at what they've got sitting in there. Um, it's a really great game. I really loved it. I think I mentioned the last time that we were talking that the one thing that was, I'm being nitpicky here, but the one thing that was kind of getting to me is that I felt like it was holding my hand too much and there wasn't that much of a challenge because anything of interest as you're scrolling through something will get highlighted. So there wasn't a yep. lot of incentive to really read through everything. Yep. But like the last episode, the last episode of the game, you only have so many things that you can drag into the system, which means you have to really evaluate each of these pieces of information and decide whether or not they're important enough to pull in. I kind of wish the whole game had been that way. Like each episode, you've got X number of okay. things that you can upload into the system. And I think that that would have made it so much better because you, you really have to, you know, sit back and evaluate. This is important. This isn't important. And, you know, okay. it makes it more of a more of a game in that you're making these choices because um, it wasn't until the very end that you were actually really making any choices. It was basically just throwing things into files and letting them sort of fall together on their own so okay but still a great game i very very much enjoyed it highly recommended very up there with one of my uh games of the year very close to that so um so yeah check it out steam pc i don't know if it's on windows or not but it's definitely pc and um yeah i think that's it Steven, what have you... Oh, well, we know what Steven's been playing. Have you... Uh, how has the, the playing of the Final Fantasies been going, Steven? Uh, so, um, it has been going well. Final Fantasy is very long. So, those of you who are looking yes. for uh, my review, 
um, are are going to have to wait a little bit because it is a very, <laughs> very, 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 very long game. Um, yeah. So, um, full disclosure, I am not done yet. I'm about 30-some-odd hours into the game, and mm. I'm not even close. <laughs> like, literally not <laughs> even close. Um, but the uh, I, I really, really like the four main characters. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I was hoping for was that I was going to be really – that was that I was going to not see – like toxic masculinity, right? Like I was mm-hmm. hoping that I was going to see like dudes that like really genuinely liked each other uh, so mm-hmm. that my kids could play the game when they get a little bit older and see like what guy friends can be when it's not like toxic. And I compl- mm-hmm. that it they are very good examples of dude friends. And I know that sounds um, kind of, you know, I mean – it, it it's trite, right? Like you know, they're they're like <laughs> bros, but like, no, I mean, legitimately, they are supportive. You know, they make fun of Prompto every once in a while because you know he's goofy, but like, they don't like tear him down. They're like, oh yeah, yeah you're you know you're useful for once, ah, ha ha ha. But like, legitimately, like he's a photographer and he takes photos during your fights, and you know you look at him at the end of the night, um, and everybody says nice things. I think that piece is what is one of the things that's propelling me through this game because I just want to mm-hmm. see. What happens to these dudes? Um, yeah, I like the the combat system is on point. Like it is as fun of a action. Like this is what I and I've said this to a lot of people. Um, if this is the same team that's making Kingdom Hearts three, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts three is going to be freaking awesome because this feels like Kingdom Hearts to me. Um, yeah, because. You've got your main character, you've got, and then you've got like these side characters that are just kind of always with you, and you can kind of mm-hmm. control their AI by like buying new abilities for them and stuff that kind of gives them things to do while you do things. But for the most part, they do their own thing. I love it. This is so the action is great. It feels like a Kingdom Hearts game, but I'm playing it and I'm driving around in a car. Um, so it is. It's it's very fun. I'm disappointed in the story update stuff, but the game mm-hmm. itself I think is really solid. Um, I think that it is, I mean, I'm not going to say it's like the best Final Fantasy ever or anything like that. I don't really care. I think it is succeeding in doing what it wanted to do. Um, and that considering it's been in development for a decade and there's so many different ways that this thing could have just fallen off the rails, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I think that it is doing everything as well as it can. And I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy with it. Um, you know, one problem. Yeah. Um, there's a character named Cindy, okay. who is Sid's daughter. <sighs> she does not wear clothes. <laughs> she's not. She's not wearing clothes. Um, she's a mechanic. Like, she's the one, like, okay. if you run out of gas, you call her to tow your car back to Hammerhead. Okay. Like, legit. If you run out of gas, you gotta, you call her and she shows up in her tow truck and she's like, hey, y'all. And she's wearing like a bikini with a jacket that's like a half jacket because it doesn't show because it doesn't cover her midriff, and it's buttoned. You know where it's buttoned. Do you even need me to tell you where it's buttoned? Because there's only two buttons that are buttoned, so you know exactly where it's buttoned. Um, and she wears hot pants and like every part that is like just excruciatingly round is excruciatingly round. Like, I mean, and and I'm not like, and I mean this like. So I'm sitting here, and so I took three days off from my day job to play this game. 
Right. right? And so I'm sitting there in my headphones because my wife runs a home daycare. And it was – Yeah. There was a, there were a bunch of half days and there were kids coming in. And there's this kid who's 11 who came in and the way he does it, he comes home and he does his homework and then he sits in the living room and reads a book. And it's uh-huh. not uncommon if I'm home to be sitting home on the TV with, with a video game on. And yeah. most of the time it's like Overwatch, which his parents are okay with. Or I'll be playing, like, you know, NBA or whatever, right? Yeah. Which doesn't really matter. But my And so my wife gets him in, sets him down, gives him, like, a snack or whatever. And then she looks up in the screen, and I'm not even thinking about it because I can't read. And Cindy's, like, straight up on her giant television. And, <laughs> and like, I, and I turned around, and I saw this kid, and he was just, like, wide-eyed staring at the screen. And I, I had to shut it off. Like, I just dropped back to the menu. I lost, like, 45 minutes of save because wow. because I had to get out of there because, like, I had to <laughs> bail. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What I thought you were going to say is, like, like, oh, you know, my wife looked up and saw that I was going to be like, and she proceeded to slap you immediately. No, no, no. My wife watched me play Bayonetta. She understands. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, she's – I mean, I am an, I am an adult man. Right. So, like, at the end of the day, if I'm consuming mature content that involves over-sexualized women, it is what it is. I mean, Mercy isn't exactly frumpy, you know? Okay. Like, so, like, you watch, like, Tracer is, you know, like, it, it, yeah. it is what it is, right? I mean, there was the whole thing about Tracer's butt, like, you know, like, <laughs> it is what it is. So, she's okay with me consuming m- mature content. But yes. she doesn't want me to expose that to, like, our sons. She's like, I, yeah. they're not playing this game right now because we have a son who is 10. And he's right. at a certain time in his life. And we don't <laughs> need his, like, awakening to be because of a video game character. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Like, so, I, and I agree. So that's the one issue. Now, to the game's credit, Prompto loves her. Like, he uh-huh. legitimately loves her. But he never talks about how she looks, other than the fact that she, he calls mm. her beautiful. Um, and that's mm. just stuff one says. He's always like, she's so amazing. She's so smart. She's going to save us. Oh, she's so great. She's so good at what she does. So they, like, don't even – it's these four bros uh-huh. <laughs> don't even acknowledge the fact that this woman is lar- pretty much half naked in front of them. Like, hey, y'all. And they, like, don't even know. And huh. So to their credit, like not even like while they're walking away, because they have a lot of comments while they're just running. They're never like, hey, uh-huh. guys, check out that girl. Like they never do that. <laughs> it's always, you know, so um, and I would I I would because I, there are story beats that involve her. She's a major character. Um, yeah. And I would have I if this were made by Naughty Dog. Uh-huh. Right. Like they would have said something. You know, yeah, and I don't mean that like to talk junk about Naughty Dog. You know, it's just that they would have thought that that would have been funny, and it would have been. But to the game's credit, no, you know, Prompto has like this immaculate, like you know, she's this unattainable love, and yeah, it's and it's kind of cute, I think, you know. But if you are sensitive to that, she's front and center (laughs) a lot. So like, you know, be aware. She's front and center. And man, is it front and center. You're like, whoa. Playing on a big TV, you're like, whoa. (laughs) But it's an amazing game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like getting all the weapons and rotating through. It is so cool doing this stuff. I really like it. 
I really like these characters. Cool. Very cool. I don't know, that was a long-winded so, response, but yeah, no, 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 that. no. That's cool. Uh, was there anything else that you played, or has I it have, pretty much been fun? I have. Okay. I played. Okay, so I have played some other games. Um, most notably on the Marvel on the uh, on the mobile phones. Uh-huh. Um, there. This is the. This is like literally the opposite spectrum. There is a Marvel Sum Sum game. Do you know what the Disney Sum Sums? They're like the little fat pill shaped uh, characters. Okay. That like if you go to Target, you can see like a whole like they're like they're like little fat like tube shaped here like characters where like all you see is their face and they're shaped like a tube and you can like stack them up. They're like pillow shaped dudes. Um, There is a Marvel Sum Sum game where you play as the very like. You you pick a Marvel some 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 character and it's a puzzle game, and they, okay. they like fall into like a little t- like into a little circle and you have to drag your finger across and connect the different faces that are the same size and if you can get like okay. five in a row they turn into a bomb and then you tap the bomb and it blows everything up and what's interesting about this compared to the Disney some some game that came out last year is that they have fights. Where there will be a big okay. like Iron Man head that'll just show up in the middle of it, and you're battling Iron Man, so you're like trying to match things around his head to try and blow <laughs> to blow up the bombs to do okay. damage to him, and if you don't, he blows you up, and huh. um, it's really cool. Like it's just, I mean, it's free. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't think it's gonna take over anybody's life, and I'll probably right. delete it in a couple of days, but I think it's really fun. I think it's neat. Cool, cool. Anything else? Um. Lastly, I will mention this just because this is a subtle plug. We started a Dungeons and Dragons campaign for our children and myself. Oh, um, yeah, I saw about... that. You posted that on Facebook. Yep, we are about to have our uh, second game on Sat uh, on Saturday. So those people who are listening, if you're like, man, I've been wondering about that, and you want to uh, learn about how to uh, play Dungeons and Dragons or set up a Dungeons and Dragons campaign with your family, you might want to pay attention to EFG in the coming months because we're going to be doing a lot about it. Especially cool. our Instagram feed. Lots of pictures and little videos and time lapses. It'll be fun to look at. Cool. Very cool. Uh, okay, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, I do want to make one note. Uh, unfortunately, Linda Brenneman, who has been our co-host for a long time, since the Ever. show started. Forever, <laughs> yeah, since the show started. Um, she's going to be uh, stepping down from the podcast, which makes us all very sad. However, um, she is uh, going to be, re- I don't say she's being replaced. So no one can replace Linda. Linda is Linda. But um, Regina McMenory is going to be joining us as our third host. We had Regina on the show a couple months ago. She is writing a book called Mothering the Game. And she's yep. really cool. And she's going to be joining us starting, hopefully starting next week. So you can look forward to having her on the show with us as well. So that Stephen can find somebody else to make fun of, hopefully. She, um, her, her instructions specifically are to help balance out uh, me and Nicole because we hate <laughs> each other so much um, <laughs> that we need somebody to kind of balance out, balance it out, you know, because it's just nonstop yeah. negativity here on Gaming with the Moms, and we got to like fix that. Also, it, it's hard to call it Gaming with the Moms when literally there is one mom. So now there will be two. And yes. it will not be, you know, like gaming with the mom and the random guy that hangs out. It'll be great. I'm excited. <laughs> Regina is great. Um, she, we had her yeah. as a guest on the Engaged Family Gaming podcast. 
Um, yeah. She is an author. She has done a lot of work um, with women in games. And, you know, she's a thought leader in some of those things. So it'll be great to have her around. Um, and she's, you know, it's going to be great. I'm excited. I, I, I was ha- yes. I was very sad to hear that um, Linda uh, got tired of me, although I'll admit that, um, <laughs> you know, it's not a surprise. I figured eventually I was going to drive her away. I do that with everyone. But um, I'm happy to hear that Regina was not at least, um, you know, like opposed to the idea of being on a podcast with me again. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, yeah. So hopefully next week you can start hearing Regina uh, with us on a regular basis. Super excited. Um, but- Yay. Yay. That, uh, that wraps up this episode for us. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Alternately, if you have questions and whatnot, you can tweet at pixelkin underscore org, or you can tweet directly at me, at Nicole Tanner. Steven, as noted at the top of the show, is editor and fan editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, and they do lots of cool stuff. I think the thing that Steven likes to mention the most, though, right now is the nightly EFG show. I do. Right, Steven? Yes. I do. I love to talk about that. So, Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I record the EFG show. It's a live Facebook show where I sit and go over all the relevant family gaming news that came out that day, and then we usually have a Q&A afterwards. usually runs about a half hour or so. It's a whole lot of fun. Um... Unless your boss comes in and trolls you for a half hour, then it makes it challenging, makes it challenging, (laughs) but I'm a professional, folks. I can handle it. So um, definitely watch the EFG show. The best way to find it is just go to the Engage Family Gaming uh, Facebook page, um, find one of the videos. There are lots of them. And just click the, the option to be notified when we go live, and then you'll get a push notification when we go live. Super easy, super quick, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We're getting a pretty good community in there. Lots of people that really like it. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. And I don't think I said anything about Pixelkin. But anyhow, Pixelkin, Pixelkin.org. You can find such cool stuff there. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And it's 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 awesome. Steven's site is awesome. Our site is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything which, is awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> you went there. You went there. I, Everything is I know. cool when you're part of a team. So if you if you haven't watched a Lego movie, folks, you have a moral imperative to watch it. Um, just throwing that out there. I didn't even mean to do that, but anyhow, you didn't. Uh, How I do didn't you do mean... everything is awesome without? Oh man, how are we friends? <laughs> anyhow, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Everything is awesome. Bye, guys.